1: Okay, now, on the Bulldogs. Uh, they finished last year 17th for attack and 17th for defence. Um, look, in their defence, decimated by injury. Absolutely decimated, but uh, extremely disappointing year. I understand it was Soraldo's first year, but I don't think anyone could have predicted that. I mean, the talk was they're going to... Some people think thinking challenge for the eight um, last year, but... For them to finish 17th, as I said, I understand they were decimated with injury, but extremely disappointing year. And heading into this year, um, they've made some shrewd signings. I get the joke about utilities and all that, but when you actually look at it, like really like out and out utilities, you've got Kurt Mann, maybe Drew Hutchinson, but Connor Tracy is an outside back. like or six or fullback. You know, he's not really a utility in the middle there. Mm. Uh, and I think that the plan I think that's happening in the Bulldogs right now is they're sitting there and going, okay, we can go out and have a huge risk and spend a lot of money on some big key players in key positions. You, you know, there was word they were going after uh, Mitch Moses and then they found out that, you know, the price was too much and they're like, you know what? We're going to back our youth. They've just re-signed a really young, I've um, got his name now, but uh, I think Jersey Flegg, they won the comp. Signed him on a three-year deal. Uh, he's a half as well.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Mitchie Woods, I think he's yep.
1: So they've gone youth rather than going, the, spending you know the 1.2, 1.3 on um, Mitch Moses. AFB comes on the market. They look at that. They go, we could spend 1.2, 1.3 on him. They say, no. They're going to trust. Uh, Phil Gould was quoted saying that, you know, if you have an issue with our, not if you have an issue, but like basically a fan asked, what are you doing about forward depth? And Phil Gould was saying you should see our New South Wales Cup in you know younger mm. grades. We have some of the best in the competition.
0: I remember last year, like it, it sort of did fall apart towards the back end of the year because the injuries, injuries it became so hectic. But
1: they were top of the table
0: mid-year, yeah, top of the table, and just demolishing every game while the NRL side were battling. Like how is this happening?
1: Yeah, um, and then I think Jersey Flag they won, Harold yep. Mutt they won.
2: Yeah, Harold Mutt they won and Jersey Flag they won. Yeah.
1: So so the, the the plans there. That's, that's what, when, you, when a club says they're rebuilding, they can say they're rebuilding, but where's the evidence of the rebuild? Sometimes when a club says they're rebuilding, it's just an excuse to cover bad results. Unless a club says they're rebuilding before a season starts, you, you probably shouldn't believe them because if they get halfway through the year and go, oh, by the way, we're rebuilding, it sounds like excuses, honestly. Uh, whereas with Canterbury, it's a very, very clear rebuild. Since 2021, as you brought up, Not a single top 30 member is still at that club. Uh, They are at the beginning of a rebuild. I wouldn't expect them to do much this year, if I'm being honest. I think that they'll be most likely in the bottom four. Uh, But at the very least, there is a plan in place. It's just stay patient, Doggies fans. Stay patient.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you see, uh, I think we said it earlier in the year, we were talking about Canterbury, when you look at a losses list like this, like that's it. Stephen King novel, that is huge <laughs> I look at this list and I go Name a player here that They were getting the best out of anyway mm. There isn't a single one of them I think they are much better Culling a lot of these guys, moving In a different direction, bringing in And yet, like the joke about Utilities and all that Sure None of them aren't handy footballers Well,
1: yeah. I, was, I forgot to say earlier, I think What they're doing there is they're going, alright We've got a bunch of players that at the very least we know they're NRL players. They are NRL standard. So if they play as well as we know they can, we might jag a 10th or 11th. And then by the time the juniors are ready to go, we're sitting at 9th on the table. And they're coming into a squad on the way up rather than having to restart themselves. That's what I think is happening here with the the And I think
2: it's very evident that these five or six um, utilities they've got, I'm sure they would be all well and truly aware that – you're all not going to play the rest of your career at Cranberry, realistically, in three years' time. Probably two or three of you. Whichever one does the best over the next few years, you're the ones that will stay here or not. So, I mean, I I don't know if it's such a bad thing to sign all these guys that are playing for their career. Uh,
1: Again, they're proven NRL players. And and who's to say Salmon can't come out and kill it or Curran?
2: People are saying Salmon's a utility and he can play multiple positions. I reckon he'll be Jersey 17. I reckon he'll come on as a forward. I think he'll do really well. I like James Harren.
1: I think he's moved past the point of being... A utility half or anything. I think he's yep. just a forward.
2: He, and if you get desperate, you can play him in the if half. If you have to. What a bad thing to yep. have. Mm. Same as Connor Tracy. You'll play him in the centres. If you get desperate, you can play him somewhere else. Sure. I think the interesting conversation, Toby Sexton. He comes off contract at the end of this year. Hacho's just arrived at the club. Big year
1: for Toby Sexton. Massive. Massive. Because Hacho, he's always played solidly in first grade. Like he's uh, very rarely, I mean, he may not set the world alight, but you don't see him play poorly i try it feels like a bulldog to me. It does, it does fit. Yeah. It, it really does fit for some reason. Um, Turpin as well, like uh, what I'm what I'm excited about with these specific silings, where, and I don't understand why this, uh, the backlash to it or the, the utility, is like all of these players have the potential to be good NRL players. Yeah. Turpin has the potential. Has he hit it yet? No, he hasn't. He's had a good year at the Broncos, was okay at the Roosters. Um, Drew Hutchinson, he's put together some good foot in NRL. Uh, Curran at 13. That's, if he does play 13, that's a good 13.
2: If he doesn't play 13, I'll give it away. You know, side that they just simply cannot find middle forwards. Mm. He ha- Can you imagine if Jacob Preston hadn't kicked on the way that he has? Like, imagine if Jacob <sighs> Preston went like every other like signing yeah. that you get from reserve grade yeah. doesn't explode. All of a sudden, you've probably got Josh Curran on an edge, and then you're down another middle forward. Yeah. God.
1: That, that's the biggest concern for this year. It's just their middle is just – it's quite small doesn't have the the impact of other other clubs um but there's a plan here at at least there's a plan i know dogs fans it's it's a nightmare to think seven years now they haven't played finals footy Um, and before that since two i think since 1998 or 2000 they'd only missed finals back to back once so like they'd been in finals essentially every year except for back to back once and then maybe one or two other years outside of that but for them to go from that To this now Just a Such a flip of the coin Like total other side Opposite side Um, Interesting to see how Bronson Zeri goes When he comes back Boys But the big question Is Critter a fullback? Uh,
2: I don't think he's fullback But I think his best position in this team Is fullback
0: I don't know But I would absolutely be giving him the opportunity To prove that he is
1: Mm. Mate I can't believe how how quickly people aren't even going to give him the shot. It's wild. Like What? Give him a crack. Like He's tough. 22, 23 years old, clutch, gun, dallym, outside back. And, and like, even diehard Canterbury fans are talking.
2: No, no, can't do it. I'm just sitting there going,
1: you, you can't score points. Yeah, and, like, okay, what are we? What, we're talking about the doggies who are second last on the ladder. What options do you have at the moment? What do you have to lose? If you get to week six and it's a train wreck,
2: okay. Throw tough in there. Sweet. Yeah. Abort mission, nothing venture, nothing gain. You don't
0: lose much. Like, but if he explodes... You've
1: got a top-tier fullback if he
0: explodes.
2: Mm. Like I, the, the, they've got two guys, in my opinion, in this team that I would say are superstars or superstar potential. Matt Burton and Stephen Crichton. And I've got Canterbury fans telling me that they should both play their best position, position which is centre. I'm going... In this you side? You're kidding, aren't you? Like, just, if you're back at Penrith, I get it. Yeah in this team no way, oh, no I, way. I had my reservation i
0: still got my reservations i should say around um critters ball playing at fullback and whether or not he can do mm. it uh all the word is gus gould Geraldo, they've seen so much of him at training and all that with Penrith. And they're like hands beautiful well we've seen like little snippets of it at mm. center they're like ball playing not a problem he'll pick that up easily mm. and he's already got it so if that's not an
1: issue for them what is but like let's let's say he's just an okay ball player who gives a shit? He's a mm. gun ball runner. Mm. <laughs> like uh, that, Penrith don't win that grand final without like. And it wasn't. It wasn't even his running that won him that grand final. It was his kicking game. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're dealing. With. Like, to, I'm not sitting here saying he's definitely going to be a big, big full, a good fullback. But to not even give him a crack at it, that's crazy. Yeah, you literally me. have
2: like the number one guy in the game for coming up with big moments on the biggest stage. Yeah. His worst season, he lost a grand final. Yeah, like oh. he, like he has been. And then he went to that World Cup. He does the same thing. And you're telling me you don't want to give him a shot because of what, like Taff has convinced you with? Mm. It's like Blake Taff. Is All a, due respect to Blake Taff, but uh, Stephen it, look, Crichton's a world class footballer. Yeah.
1: Blake Taff's a good, solid outside back that could develop into a really good ball playing fullback for sure. Absolutely. He went to a prelim. Oh, sorry, played in a grand final. But at the moment, when it, where where Crichton is in his career compared to Taff, like it, Taff's got a you know a very very long way get to go to get to that high quality standard which i hope he does because he's i love the way he plays he rips and tears i love the fact that he's confident he's going to challenge for that jersey puts pressure on critter um but yeah you've got to have critter in a key position at the club right now to get his hands on the ball as much as possible you need him and burton like connecting as much as possible in the game and him being out in center is not going to do that not going to do that
2: I, yeah it's a no-brainer for me
1: um really really important year for burton though because we just went through the fact that yes in other teams he may be a center the problem for burton is if he has another really quiet year those voices would just get way way louder way louder um and then the pressure will just continue to mount continue to mount
0: which ironically is his biggest criticism at half voice isn't loud enough
1: (laughs) there you go timmy hey Coming in strong towards the end. That's where the battlers do their
0: best work. Some people run out of steam, I'm just on. <laughs> um, and
1: so it's a huge ah. year. It's a huge year for um, Matty Burton. And also like, you know, he probably wants to get back into the New South Wales side. It's going to be a tough thing to do. But if you're looking at that 14 jersey as a guy that could suit a 14, um, it doesn't mean that Jackie and has that lockdown or whether they're going to go a two hooker rotation, you know, maybe Burton can play his way into that 14 jersey. Uh, huge year for Burton.
2: Yeah, massive year. I hate that he played halfback last year. I, I don't never not know want why that again. Oh, oh, look,
1: yeah. I understand where Sirada's coming from. It's like I got no one else. Like I'm trying everything here, and I just need to get my good gun player in key position, and, and hopefully his ability can just somehow, you know, patch the hole. But he's 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 definitely not seven. Yeah, it just we can't see it again.
2: Uh, like there was a moment there last year when Matt Burke was playing halfback, and you remember they came Reid Marnie played like lock or something. Mm. Just sitting there going, fuck, has gone on here? And yeah. I understand it's because of injuries and it got tough. I get that. But, yeah, I, I do not like Burton in the seven in any way, shape, or form. Um,
1: now, to the hooking ro- role. Just before you get to
0: that, Sorry? I want to believe that that Sexton-Burton halves combo can work so badly because I think Burton has the makings of, like, a brilliant... Ball running 5'8". We all love Toby Sexton here, but we also know that, particularly with Hutchinson's there, he's got to prove himself at the NRL level. I touched on a podcast at the back end of last year, but when Sexton arrived last season, apparently he was talking to Serraldo and, and saying, mate, do you mind if I speak up and give you a few thoughts? on this is, he goes, mate, I'm all ears. And he was giving his thoughts on the squad. He's out in the field and he's barking orders, which is exactly what they want, particularly paired with Burdo, who, as I said, does need to find his voice a little bit on the field. gee, I want it to work. And and I think it can. I do. But it might just take a bit of time.
1: Yeah. Uh, They'll be much better for a whole pre-season together. Mm. Like, for him to come down and expect for that to gel. I mean, no, I don't think anyone expected it to gel. But, like, Sexton walked into a bloody, yeah, it was an emergency room. Like, seriously, it was a travesty by the time he walked in with all the injuries. Um, Now, just quickly, we'll speak about the nine role. They've got a, I know people are sick of me saying it, but I don't want Reed Money playing 80 minutes every single week. I just i know he can but is he going to get the best out of himself tackling like he was out in his feet. by the end of the year he was hanging on by a thread hanging on by a thread and i just think that if there's a way that you can get a 14 there it doesn't have to necessarily be an out and out nine but they just need to find a way to protect money from himself he's way too tough for his own good actually when i had him on my podcast quite a while ago that was his initial problem when he was coming through is that like off taps and that he'd be getting in the line trying to hit the front rower that was coming off a tap and it was actually Innis that pulled him aside and said mate like we've got other players you've got other players in the squad that can do that you, you should, that's just a I know you want to be tough and, and and make that hit which is what you want in your number nine but it's just not smart um and so I what do you think about the Reed money situation
2: i agree with you i don't want Reed to play 80 but i'll tell you what the last thing in the world i want to see is them have all these fantastic utilities and end up with an out and out hooker at 14 like jake Turpin. Mm. i would rather see them have someone maybe like a kurt, Mann. To be kurt Mann, sure. i think so yeah, yeah i hope so kurt man would be my pick um the other one coming back from injury who impressed me anyway in his first years been injured for a while though bailey beyond mm. who can play as well he's a crafty little nine but i still think uh kurt man would be my pick as a 14 mm. there
1: okay
0: Good start for you. Uh, so the top five missed tackles in the NRL last season, you boys are going to love this. Not because of the individuals, but Reid Marney, 131 missed tackles, number one, Ezra M at two, won't love that one as much, 113. Harry Grant, number three, 107. Abbey out, 107. Mitch Kenny, 102. Four of the five were hookers who were playing, aimed to be playing as 80-minute men.
2: Mm. I mean, it's no shock. You're also on the field for longer. Yeah, but yeah.
0: There's, there's also, yeah, like 80-minute edge back rowers or, you know, 80-minute mid, not a lot of 80-minute middles, but lock forwards. But that's say, not a shock, but it's point, still, case in point, yeah, 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 they're yeah, missing yeah. tackles. They're so. missing
1: tackles. And it's like, is there a way to make, like, can we get them not making that many tackles?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, you know? a knock, yeah, yeah. it's a knock on, as you boys keep preaching, the 80-minute hooker mm. rather than the individuals themselves.
1: And, and also, you know, Cam Smith is the GOAT. Very rarely did you get, come off the field and he'd made 40 tackles. He might have missed two or three. Mm. If you can do that if, that, if you can show me those stats, yeah. then I'm going, okay, you can be 80 minutes, but very rarely you're going to see he that. He's the exception, not the example. Exactly. Um, now, uh, oh, who else did I have here in that I was going to talk about? As Kick a out. shout-out
0: too, sorry, on that list, talking about all these 80-minute hookers, like Blake Braley's at number nine. There's not a lot of 80-minute hookers in the game. <laughs> Top 50 players in the NRL. Damien Cook nowhere to be seen.
1: Yeah. So good. So good. So fit. Like, and he's one of the fittest in the competition, and that's how he can do that. Um.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Villiam kick out. Jeez, it's important for him to just stay on the field this year. They are desperate for a big body. You'd almost be tempted to be like, can you spend some time in the middle, please, bro? Like, that's how desperate they are for a big body in the middle. I, I know you wouldn't do it because he's an out-and-out edge back rower, but they just need size there. I'm not sure whether he could the motor could handle the up and back in the middle like that but in attack they're, they're going to be relying so much on him coming in and taking some tough carries
2: in saying that oh, you're probably only one or two injuries away from maybe looking at kick out and going "Fuck, maybe we do need you to please bro yeah, yeah. yeah like um you have a look at their side of the building now i just noticed as well max king's off contract at the end of this year my god they wouldn't want to let him slip oh man it's the only genuine front rower in the club at the moment um, there's a lot of raps on Sam Hughes. I haven't seen too much of him, but I think Phil Gould put out a tweet about him or something yeah. too, and the world's gone mad about him. So. Yeah. Uh, Twelve months ago, though, Phil Gould put out a tweet about one Jacob Preston and that turned out okay.
1: Mm. So fingers crossed. He went all right, Presto. Not okay. bad. Talk about shining lights. Like, seriously, he's shining a light through that whole club right now, Preston. <laughs> His year was absolutely outstanding and like when everything was falling apart... He was the heart and soul of that side last year. Yeah, for sure. seriously was the heart and soul. Week in, week out,
0: playing bastard, debut NRL season, 80 minutes. Played both sides. Yeah.
1: And just whatever was needed, he did it. He did it. Hair just won't quit as well. (laughs) Loving the mullet. Um, Okay, boys, it's time for the rubber to meet the road. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get the the shirts printed after this one, I think. (laughs) Where do we have the doggy sitting?
2: You like a good captain that knows when to give his little players a lift. <laughs> that was good, well timed.
1: Um, bottom Should four. Should I show everyone the meme that I sent you, the boys, earlier to try and lift you up? <laughs> good meme on the on the steamer as well. <laughs> extra points, <players. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> mate. Always thinking about work. <laughs> uh rubber to the road.
0: Bottom four. For bottom me. four for me. Sixteenth uh, in bottom four. Bottom two.
1: Bottom four for me. Uh, talking to Timmy in the green room. Mm. Uh, earlier he was saying, 10 bucks for the spoon for the doggies." Ooh! The I said no such
0: thing. Doggies worst, fans yeah. don't listen to his tomfoolery. That's nah,
1: word for word. That's what he said. <laughs> uh, if you are a, a patient doggies fan, you think they can make the eight three fifty. You're getting, but I let that through. I don't know me. how betting works, but could you have a head to head for tigers v bulldogs for the spoon? Is that could, or is that just what they're? Yeah, we could. Um, I mean, we could leave it with me. I could definitely take it back to the. Uh, or could you do a three way like tigers? Bulldogs, Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cool, but Tigers won't be getting it. I put the Dragons in there. Oh, oh wow, wow. Yeah. wow.